shooting the best modern router links for oh i don't need a modem bait well i mean that yeah, we we probably could that would help are, probably yeah because we are using the standard spectrum home modems and routers so yeah i mean this all kind of ties into what we're talking about tonight oh yeah yeah so it really does <laughs> so here we go uh go ahead and do your intro and then i'll push the record i.e me yeah you you do I'm phenomenally on this why not oh thank you that's so sweet of you thank you schnookums i appreciate it no problem boo bear <laughs> all right Welcome to the Madhouse Presents Group Therapy, where we talk about games, argue about our different viewpoints, dive into the strange, and whatever we decide in the moment. I am Owls, and this is... Joker. Joker. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joker. <laughs> uh, or NLMP, if you find me on Twitch. And today we're going to talk about being a parent and a gamer, all at the same time. Not a parental gamer, because those are... Uh, very asshole-ish from what I've seen, but but yeah, yeah so that's different. We're gonna be talking about being a gamer and a parent today. Yay! If you are joining us on our podcasts that are available on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Radio Public, uh, Google Podcasts, and the Stitcher now also, uh, we have added, I was able to add recently Stitcher and iTunes to the list of wonderful podcasts available. So if you are listening to us on one of those, if it is available in that particular platform, please leave us some comments. Uh, if you enjoy the episode, a positive review and a star rating higher than one would absolutely be appreciated. Uh, if you don't like it, I mean, hey, tell us what you didn't like about it because we can't get any better if we don't know what's going on. That's true. And also, I don't know, I, I wasn't quite paying attention uh, completely because you do your spill so well and it goes so smoothly. Um, if you do want to watch or be a part of the live recordings, you can join us on Twitch at the Madhouse Podcast. Correctamundo. I didn't do that, but you got it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah. And I, oh, scream. Oh. I'm well, it, uh, don't worry. I'll edit this out. I'll find a nice little break in between topics here, and uh, or I just might let it roll with it in in the podcast. Who knows? Who knows? We're just gonna go crazy. Yes. Um, also, before we get into the actual discussion, I want to put it out there for anybody listening, one way or the other. Uh, we are. I, I, let me rephrase this, I am looking for someone willing to help us out in the podcast, and it will be a uh, paid position. It won't be like $50, $60 an hour, but it will be worth your time in the long run. Uh, we are looking for a transcriber to help in the posting process, 
and making it more visibly pleasing to the uh, listeners out there looking at the transcriptions of Mm -hmm. the podcast so that it separates myself and the owls um, in the text version of the podcast just so that if anybody wants to kind of skim through Yeah, follow along or skim through also... um, Instead of listening to everything and just get to particular topics, uh, that's what uh, we want, or I want, really, as a transcriber. So if you are interested, please hit us up on Twitter, or also you can uh, email us at madhouse um, at nlmp.org. There we go. So that again. Madhouse at, oh, okay, I was going to say yeah. it. Oh, go ahead. Madhouse at nlmp.org. And we will try you out uh, during within the process. And if yeah, there's more than one, or if you do well, you will get paid for your efforts at the end of the trial. And um, as you continue to do great work, your pay will rise. So keep that in mind. Being a parent gamer. Yep. That's what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So in the reason why we're turning this into its own podcast is because we kind of left it out of the original. Who are we uh, stream, which was episode official episode one. And it, it seemed like it was enough to be its own podcast to us. Plus we can talk about some other junk in there too. Um, but I kind of wanted to make this cause we didn't really have a solid topic to go with for this week. And I was like, you know what? We, mm-hmm. we didn't talk about that. So let's, let's do that. Maybe now, skim over it. now if you are listening and or watching on Twitch, you will get a nice little teaser to next week at, episode that owls has gracefully uh, come up with hopefully and uh that will be at the end of the twitch stream and will not be available on the podcast auditory side yes the auditory side there we go that yeah, the professional name for it the auditory the auditory if you're only <laughs> listening to us after it's been posted to one of the uh platforms guess what you want to come to the twitch because we give you hints if we have them on the next week's like episode. A, sometimes we're just, you know, flying by the, the seat of our pants. Is that the phrase? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We're just kind of like, oh, we didn't think about that. Oops. So oh, I was whoopsie. glad that I thought of something. I was like, that's a good one. So it's talking a, a about gamers and parents or even adults in general, like me, I didn't think about it because one, I've got so much going on as uh, a military instructor i don't necessarily have time to think about much it's like okay do i am i tired enough to just chill or do i want to stream tonight yeah that's definitely a constant battle is what am i doing tonight what am i mentally able to do versus like what i can do with time constraints and everything like that so it's Mm -hmm. yeah i mean managing like just simply adding that record button i've wanted to do it for two weeks now and this is finally a thing um yeah so owls uh since you were newer into streaming slash gaming um Mm -hmm. how has the journey been for you 
particularly being a mother and a streamer. Plus, a of course, mother. with your husband also playing games, but not necessarily streaming as often as we do. Um, but right. what, what are some challenges that you have in your recent time uh, streaming have come across? A lot of it is when I can actually stream, when there's not going to be a lot of distractions. So I definitely have to think about, will the kids be here? Am I available? First, the are the kids going to be here and am I available to stream? Past that, it's kind of how long can I actually do it without like getting rid of all the other things. So I'm constantly struggling between the schedules of, you know, I work a full-time job. I work at a credit union in the back office situation where I file reports. So all day I work from home, but I can't game at home because of course I'm working. So I have to figure out all day working and then those couple of hours that I either have to have the kids or I have some sort of event or something with the kids and then getting them to bed. So the biggest struggle has been making sure that I have a set schedule that the kids are not going to be a part of <laughs> because my kids are loud. I definitely, I game during the day sometimes and there's lots of screeching, hollering, interruptions. So that's the biggest is making sure that I'm doing it in a, a situation where I'm not going to be distracted or have a lot of background noise. Yeah. Um, and most of you that have watched my personal channels, of course, baby mama, and the toddler baby joker are probably the stars of my stream more than i am so uh they uh they tend to play well i say play but come in and out and that can be mm -hmm. a distractress and last week of course the 11 year old still hasn't grasped the concept of this night versus normal stream nights yes. um where he comes in right before bed which is 18 min or 19 minutes ago now um, from the time of live recording and comes, gives me a hug and is off to bed. Well, um, yeah. And then tonight for me was a fun time because of course, baby mama has been having a little, not complications, but definitely difficulties throughout this pregnancy because the baby is yes. very active and then COVID adding to the stressors on her body. So she was in the bathtub. The toddler was still awake and I, that's right before, right as we were starting the stream. So, Oh no. Yeah. So that's what took a little bit longer to uh, get going this, this evening. But yeah, putting him to bed, putting the 11 year old saying, Hey, get off YouTube and off your Xbox and go to bed. It's a school week. Yeah. Get off the internet. Yeah, I need get, it. Get off the internet. I need to make a phone call. Oh, yeah. Right. That's, that's even, <laughs> I remember that stuff. Uh, oh man. Yeah, but, definitely. And even tonight is, is a very different thing as well because it is so much geared towards the auditory side that I have to make sure that there's even more that there's no distractions. And while my kids are asleep, I also have a cat that is incredibly loud. <laughs> yes, and we have heard him before. 
Oh yeah, he's more he's probably more distracting than all of the kids combined because he jumps up and meows like like a height like I don't even know what meow. I could describe his meow. It's meow. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I actually have the cat in my mom's room. I told her she needs to keep the cat on Wednesday nights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because... Um, I'm lucky our cat is auditory, but he doesn't like me as much Maybe. when I come into this room. So he's like, nah, yes. that's a different room. <laughs> so I, I get lucky with that. The only time he really comes in here is when the baby or baby mama come in. I gotcha. Yeah, definitely. So that's a, that's another parent thing is a animal parent Oh yeah, the, having those, to deal with those. Those absolutely count as well. One hundred percent. So yeah, it's like me. I I didn't really start streaming until early two or late twenty nineteen. I got back into streaming because I started mm -hmm. streaming to YouTube. Uh, two thousand sixteen, I think, when I moved back to Central South Carolina, um, and. It was really generic. I was on my own streaming from a console straight to YouTube because for whatever reason, uh, Twitch didn't want to work on my console. So I was like, all right, mm -hmm. well, I'll stream to YouTube. It's, it works. It's easy. And I did that for a little while. And, of course, I had nothing but a dog and no camera, nothing. I was, it was just gameplay. And gotcha. from there... I took a very long break up until the end of 2019 when I started streaming on Twitch again, or for really the first time, and got real deep into it. Yeah. And 2018, I uh, officially moved in or became a permanent fixture in Baby Mama's old house to help her out with Baby Joker before I adopted him and the mm -hmm. now 11-year-old because she was pregnant with baby joker and i had a little computer i mean it was it wasn't great um i actually was working off a laptop for a while and that's gotta be rough yeah it, it was interesting but um i had time on the weekend after i did chores around the house so i played and then got a actual stand-up pc when i think we moved here yeah, I think it was when we moved here I got the stand-up PC and actually started streaming through it from my consoles. But, I mean, the, we had the babies. I was doing my thing. She was doing her thing. And um, it got progressively more interesting as time went on. And, of course, the baby <laughs> became a fixture, uh, what was it, two years ago when... When I got affiliated and the baby came in, did his little giggles and stole and the hearts. Everybody fell in love. Yep. Everybody <laughs> fell in love. Which, by the way, if you go to my channel, you can still see that clip. It is apparently Aww. still very available. And the most viewed clip right now on my personal channel. I'll have to watch it. I love the baby giggles. But yeah, I mean. It, it's fun, especially like, um, what was it? The I can't remember, but I think it was like a few streams ago. Uh, I actually, oh, when we were playing Faz. Mm -hmm. And Baby Joker was sitting here and he was 
moving the mouse around. And oh, yeah. I, I was trying that. to teach him the keys because he likes to talk just like daddy, but... <laughs> Uh, you like to talk? I know, right? You would never guess. So weird. <laughs> I never would have guessed. You they, seem so quiet all the time. I know, right? God. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Your, your kids seem to have an interest in the gaming. I mean, I, that kind of just automatically happens. I feel like the kids see you gaming and then they want to be like mom and dad. So then, of course... Then they start to show the interest. My kids love watching me play Dead by Daylight. I don't know what it is. They think it's so funny. Oh, speaking of Dead by Day, or was it? No, it was Faz. Uh, I remember mm -hmm. when um, we were playing and we had Deaf Girl playing with us. Yes. Um, and she screamed and scared her oh, son. Oh, no, that was Secret Neighbor. That, that was, was Secret, Secret Neighbor. neighbor. And scared the ever-loving <laughs> shit out of her kid, like, and there was crying in the background for like a good ten minutes. It was, it was that was dying laughing. Oh my god, yeah. So to paint the picture for those that were not there or have no idea, is we were playing Secret Neighbor, and it's it's, I wouldn't say it's a horror game. It has some jump moments. Oh, it's got it a definitely has things. jump scares in it, especially if you're not so, expecting it. Yeah, so it's one of those kind of like those kinds of games where there's one person that's the neighbor, and the rest of you are trying to find the keys to get out of the neighbor's house and into the basement to leave. And why that makes sense, I still don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The deaf and then deaf girl was playing, and her kid was in the background, like taking off a sweater or something. And one of the jump scares got her. She screamed, and as the kid is taking off the jacket or whatever is going on, scared the crap out of her kid. And then there was a lot of crying and and noise in the background because it startled the kid, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so that oh, was man. that was such fun. <laughs> Yeah, that was Secret Neighbor. Yeah. I did. I couldn't stop laughing. It was so funny. I was like, I'm so sorry for your kid, but this is that's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> I'm uh, bad. I laugh at I laugh at when kids like get scared or cry. Yeah. I'm such a good parent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, our kids were freaking playing or turning into jackass, uh, like the TV show with uh, Steve-O and uh, Johnny Knoxville. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Baby Mama sent that to me. Yeah. They, all right. So my toddler and the 11-year-old decided it was a great idea to tie a string to this large, um, like, car carrier tractor trailer with the car carrier trailer attached to it. So the baby was sitting on the trailer side of it with his feet tucked into the middle section. And the 11-year-old was pulling him up and down the entry hallway, which is hardwood. So he was going pretty quick. He's coasting. Hitting the walls and the door, falling off. And it's like, oh, my God. What the? F I mean, it's <laughs> hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. But that's when you realize your parents like, be careful. Please, oh, please don't hurt yourself. I really just don't want to go to the hospital right yeah, now. Yeah, if you hurt yourself and you cry because you got a bump or a bruise, cool, whatever. But 
don't break just nothing. Please don't break anything. Are you bleeding? I no, it's fine. Oh, I can okay. even deal with blood. I just don't want to deal with having to go to the hospital. Yeah, that's the worst part. When you have kids and like they hurt and you're like, how bad is it? Because kids are pretty dramatic about everything. They could, at least mine. Okay, maybe it's just mine, but they'll bump and they'll be like, I need a Band-Aid. Band-Aids are like a hot item in the house. No matter what they do, if they bumped their their elbow or fell down but there's no blood whatsoever they still want a band-aid yeah well i'm thankful that the uh baby is not that dramatic like he'll start to whimper and cry and then i'll look at him and be like you're fine dude yeah (laughs) okay yeah i'm the i'm the it's fine parent i'm i don't i just i don't have the patience for it I'm not the I'm not the comforting parent. I try to be, but that's definitely not my role. Andrew is definitely more the comforting parent, and I appreciate him for that because he's got a lot more patience for them than I do. I'm like, are you bleeding? <laughs> no. Then you're fine. It's fine. You're fine. Go. Yeah, and I, um, I've noticed that being the solo gaming parent right now, um, the 11 year old is not it his autism kind of plays into the factor, but outside of that, there was a moderate amount of training that had to go into the family, uh, to let them understand, Hey, I need y'all to keep it down because everybody can hear everything. Yeah. And it's like using personas is like, I had to teach the 11 year old. You can call me Joker, but don't call me by my name yet. Cause I'm not, mm-hmm ready for the world out there to be able to just access it like that so yeah yeah it was yeah. it was a bit of training involved yeah it's it... definitely a struggle with with andrew because he just goes by andrew so he still will call me by my name but it's a little more difficult to find me i think so yeah. i'm okay yeah, because your your <laughs> spelling of your name is more uh, traditional than most people would think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm, you're lucky. Because... You're lucky. It's harder to find you, but yeah. it's pretty and damn easy to my find profile's me. Profile's pretty private, so even if they did find me, I don't think they can get too much information from it. Yeah, but what what sucks for me because of what I do, I have to take an extra level of security and how I, especially with how I present myself on stream versus my professional job. I have to be a little more careful. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I don't let like anybody know (laughs) pretty much at work. I'm like, nobody needs to know what I do outside of here. I don't need anybody to show up to it on accident or on purpose. Yeah. Everybody at work, all my coworkers know what I do. Um, it's it's fun. Hi, Joker's coworkers. <laughs> no, they definitely aren't like that. Uh, watching it, but they do know because I ha- I mean I'm I'm required to tell them considering the fact that my outreach is internet or worldwide now. So I mean followers in the UK and um, elsewhere's in the world. By the way, we have a listener in Bulgaria now. Oh, well, hello, Bulgaria. Yeah, so uh, from the last analytics that I saw, we have 
of course, more than 90% in the U.S., Canada, Norway, and um, Bulgaria was the most recent one that popped up. Awesome. Yeah. We're talking to all the people. Hello, people around the world. People around the world. Um, Join hands. Start a love train. But yeah, so um, to me that that's that's awesome, and trying to teach the eleven-year-old uh, about online gaming because he's now playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> such a good game. Yeah, <laughs> um, you got to be careful with like what he actually reveals about himself too, as well. Yes, yes, very so much I so. So I haven't quite gotten to that point because I don't have kids that old enough to play online games. I mean, they'll they'll come over and try to play whatever I'm playing, mm-hmm. but as far as like actually having their own logins and games, I'm not there yet. So that particular scenario I can imagine is really diff- not difficult, but you have to be very careful explaining all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Not only are you having to teach them about how they address you when you're streaming, but also your 11 year old, how they're talking, interacting with other people. Yeah, because we we when we first allowed him to play online games, um, mm-hmm. since he started to have friends, when we moved more into a city or into a neighborhood from the absolute country. Um, mm-hmm. We definitely had to let him know that there are people out there that are absolute asshats. Mm-hmm. And they will try to make your life miserable. And because just of Just for fun. Just for, for their fun, yes. And yeah. him having Ashburgers, he gets rageful when he can't figure out how to place a block in Minecraft at yeah. times. So um, it's overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, especially when those damn blocks don't snap into place like you want them to. I I feel that. But, yeah, so we had to sit down with him and explain that. And he's gotten the understanding that there are people out there that do mean to cause you anger and frustration. And you just got to kind of not deal with it or go away from it. So. Mm-hmm. I haven't quite figured out how to get rid of you yet. <laughs> oh, you want to get rid I'm of just, me? Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, listen, you willingly participated in the chaos that is the Madhouse, so I don't want to hear shit from you, woman. I willingly was at at a... I don't know. I'm trying to think of words. I can't. I willingly... I'm I'm okay, everybody. I don't need help. <laughs> For those of you that can't see, I mouthed help me. <laughs> oh god. I did participate. So I don't regret it most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> uh, I mean if I didn't have some moments where I'm like, man, God, he's so annoying, then like, would we really be friends? No, no, we wouldn't. 
I'm sure you have moments. We where like, we yeah. definitely would not have a podcast as for together if yeah if we didn't argue. Oh yeah. I mean, hell, me and Atari have argued. Uh, who else? Death is just like this huge pothead that works all the time. I mean, that's how he acts with the world. Yeah, that's just that's him. His personality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He gets rageful on games, and that's about it. Um, so, I can understand that. <laughs> yeah, I can too. Especially with those damn flashlights and DVD. Oh my goodness, those damn survivors. <laughs> oh my goodness, the game is geared towards survivors. Oh, I still stand by that 130%. <sighs> mm-hmm. 130%, got it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I want to take a little bit of, of a turn... Well, if I can remember what I was actually going to say now. Remember it. Remember. Remember who you are. (laughs) Oh, so another... Yeah, I remember now. Um, So one of the (laughs) other things that I was wanting to kind of talk about, especially for any younger audience that may be listening to us either or watching us on Twitch for the VOD, as long as it lasts, I think it's like less than 30 days now until we get affiliate. But um, the idea of being a an adult streamer, let alone a parent streamer, has a lot of downfalls to it too because mm-hmm. um, you have to separate yourself or to be successful. And if you... Um, just listening, I did air quotes there, is because being successful with this type of thing has different meanings for different people. Because correct, Twitch and YouTube are the two primary streaming platforms now, outside of Facebook or Meta or whatever the hell you they're calling it these days. <laughs> and I think it's still Facebook, but Meta's like the umbrella company. Yeah, um, but the reason why I say that is because. When you get on Twitch, of course, first milestone is to be affiliate. And Mm -hmm. the next milestone after that is partner. And that's a very huge jump. That's a huge gap. That's like a, that's an incredibly big gap. Yeah. I feel like. Being a proper adult, it's already going to be very trying on your, your mental health, let alone your, like, body strain that you put yourself in and Mm -hmm. thankfully i guess for quite a few people it has been very easy to get affiliate if you don't know the tips and tricks that you can do which there are quite a few that are very easy for anybody to get affiliate um it's just uh really difficult to uh get to the honest get it the i guess the honest way and then mm-hmm. same thing goes with the partner side because it's 75 average viewers and that's quite a bit and yeah that's that's very much so i think my highest average view for one stream was 40 at for like all of 30 mm-hmm. minutes and that was a vr stream doing um poker and that no i'm sorry that wasn't my average viewer that was my max viewer. My average viewer for that stream was only 25. Yeah, I don't even think I've gotten to that point. But, I mean, I've also been streaming now uh, consistently for two years. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I, 
I really wanted to bring this up was because, like I said, just being an adult, having a life away from this computer or away from your console is going to be trying on you uh, because you want to do this. Like when I was growing up, I wanted to be a professional gamer because it was I wanted to make money making video games and playing them. And now I'm I'm living the dream. I'm making money playing video games. It's not much. It's <laughs> pocket change compared to what I thought it was going to be back when I was a oh, teenager. Yeah. I'm going to be a millionaire. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm so good at Call of Duty. I'm so good at this. Puggers. I mean, fun fact. Yeah, I mean, I can say I'm decent at Call of Duty before it went to shit uh, because I was in the top like nine percent of the leaderboards for activision in the world and i just stopped playing it because honestly the game turned to shit for me um but that didn't make me millions and thanks to covid the market place for streamers and gamers has been saturated to the point where you are a water droplet in a lake or in mm-hmm. the ocean now and it's the what could have been discoverability is no longer as easy as it was that's why you have to go you have to do extra things like extra extra other social media accounts twitter uh tiktok youtube on top of twitch even if you want to be a primary twitch streamer you still have to get that discoverability you have to do these other things and that's taking more time away from relaxation if you don't have kids. But then it's also taking time away unless you schedule it properly from your family. And yes, that's definitely a struggle. And it's constantly balancing real life versus your online life. So, yeah, I, that's definitely a big thing. Is making sure that you you have the time to do all of it, but yeah, I can definitely see, especially with pandemic, that it definitely got a lot bigger. I feel like Twitch became even bigger than it than it originally was because everybody had time to stream. Everybody had time to watch people stream. People work from home so they can watch streamers and then then start streaming as soon as they're off for the day. So. I mean, I started streaming, you know, not in the beginning of the pandemic, but a little bit after. I started streaming in, what, May of 2021? Mm-hmm. So it was about a year after the pandemic started. Yeah. So. Yeah, right when all the major shutdowns and work from home started, I think, is right about the end of 2020, beginning of 2021. Mm-hmm. See, like, yeah, the from, major ones for sure. Yeah, because I mean, I got, and I'm not even going to lie to you, um, a lot of mine was timing and luck. Uh, because when I officially started uh, consistently streaming was actually January of 2020. By the end of February, I hit my affiliate goal and got the email uh, at the end of February of 2020. And by March... I was having my first affiliate stream. So, and 
good god, that blew up. It's like, holy... <laughs> and it was all random. Like, literally random. Um, yeah, that... Uh, one group of people came in. Uh, I was messing with them, like, talking to them. They were temporarily uh, consistent on my streams and that's actually how I met death is one of those individuals that hasn't been around since uh, went into death stream and said, Hey, you need to go check this guy out. Mm -hmm. And he came in reluctantly because I guess he had nothing else better to do like death did back then. And between him finding out, him and Atari were dating and seeing that I had actually been following her for like two or three years. <laughs> Didn't even know it. I have um, no idea. But, um, and then of course getting with them, starting the Madhouse community. And now we're over a, almost 120 people deep just in the discord, let alone the outreach that we have on Twitch. Because yeah, there's definitely. a there's quite a few people that now know that name and know that that those symbols and it's like that to me is success. Like right now, I could give honestly give a shit less if I'm a partner, but we kind of want to still push for that because between me and Atari, as I guess one of two of the closer ones, I guess to that right now. But we want to push for that because now we then we can make an actual Twitch stream team uh, page and have everybody there versus just putting tags in our About Me section under our uh, banners. Mm -hmm. So that that's really the only reason why I even care about that partnership at this point. Outside of that, I'm having a grand old time where we're at. And yeah... Like with me, I I suffer because of how I do things for myself and for everybody else in mm -hmm. the community. Um, I don't hoard viewers at all, and I don't like to. I like to push that out to everybody else to help yep. them. And I probably waste more money than I save. Actually, no, I do waste more money than I save <laughs> on Twitch. Uh and yeah. I'm okay with it, and baby mama is okay with it. She actually encourages it at times. Um, She's like, "Do it, do yeah, it, break them." That's do the it. thing. If I if I come into a new streamer and I like them, it's what we call breaking streamers while yeah. they're live. I think you did that to me. Did it to you? Did it to? Yeah. Um, you gave me. I just remember going. 10 gifted subs what yeah i think i'll see i did it to you did it to vash did it to obviously, jordan jordan um atari dav uh, all the people yeah literally just about every uh prime primary streamer that's within the madhouse community i think i've done it too i mean for god's sakes <laughs> i have the record the reigning record in bits just in Atari's channel, let alone anybody else's channel that I was <laughs> messing around with and said, nope, I want the first place. Bing. I don't think I have the first place thing on there. I'm still trying to figure out how she kept it uh, overall versus week to week or month to month because I can't figure out how to change that on mine. 
Interesting. Yeah. I don't need it. <laughs> yeah, it's been a it's been a an adventure, definitely. Some growing pains and struggles and figuring all the things out and getting the courage to do it definitely was was something too. <laughs> so yeah. I talked about it for a good amount of time before I actually did it as well. Yeah, and if you want to find out the story of how we got our start into streaming more in depth, I, we talked about that back in episode one. Um, mm -hmm. So whatever uh, podcast streaming platform you are listening to us on, you can go back and it is a, the old episodes are uh, archived within there. So you can absolutely go back to episode one and listen to how we got our start in yes. uh, streaming individually as well. Somebody's doing something in the microwave or backing up a truck. Yeah, it was baby mama feeding <laughs> feeding the uh, the uh, crotch goblin that has yet to become a crotch goblin. Gotcha. The widow baby. How is that going to... Okay, so if we're going to switch back to being on stream or for the podcast part. Okay. And we're live. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> and we're live. Back on. I don't know. So that's going to change a lot when you have the baby because that's a whole new adventure. Because you didn't stream as much when you had little baby Joker. Correct? Yeah. Am I Am I yeah, correct on that I one? I was not as adamant to streaming or had a schedule or anything during the first year of Baby Joker, but I also did not have the following either. So this is going to be a new experience for you. Yes, because it's going to be no. tiny little human. I not not necessarily the having the tiny human. But now having to adjust things based off of a tiny little human that wants all your love and attention. Well, see, uh, Baby Mama seriously thinks that outside of, yes, um, feeding time, uh, she thinks that I'm even going to let her uh, interact with the child. Because I'm going to try to get as much time with that baby girl as possible. Um, oh, it, it's going to be your first girl. So that baby that wrapped around your pinky finger, I promise you, it's something about a daughter and a dad that just like, well, I'll put it to you this way. I was, <laughs> I was laying on her. Well, not on, on, but like against her tummy, uh, just kind of cuddling up to baby mama and mm -hmm. the baby literally sucker punched me right in the eye socket for the first Ow. time now i can't really necessarily tell you from physical interaction if it was because of her punching me in the eye socket or the fact that i was emotionally unstable after the fact but i cried in happiness mm -hmm. for like five minutes after that because it was like the physical interact. It's like a, yeah. it's a feeling. You have got to feel the baby, regardless of if it was a punch in the face or not. <laughs> it was yeah. still an interaction. It's an emotional time for sure. And then we got it up in the bed as the baby got out of the first trimester, and she became more active. And 
I, we were laying in bed. I was half asleep and just had my hand on top of her tummy. Well, the baby started kicking in the lower half, so she just moved my hand as mm-hmm. I was half asleep, and then I started to feel it instantly just woke up and i was like (laughs) yeah so i think there's probably going to be many streams where i'm going to be like all right you gotta keep it quiet i gotta turn down things go don't scare me the baby's right here in my lap yeah you're gonna be like you guys oh no i'm probably gonna end up with like a little uh dog bed or cat bed in my lap with the baby there while a I'm dog gaming. bed or a cat bed? No, those things are soft bobby. as shit. Yes, but you got a bobby. That's what I did. I oh, had so the, okay, have so her the, here. So no, no. What are you talking about? The bobby Obviously, is like, I don't know what I'm talking exactly. about. Exactly. Oh my god, have you never seen a bobby? So a bobby is just like a curved pillow. It's like a. How do I explain it? It just curves around your 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 body and you just put the baby right there i used to literally i would game i would have a chair similar to this i would have the bobby around me and then baby right here and i would be able to like do this because baby would just be sleeping and like leaning towards me Mm. i did that all the time as well as there's things like a baby bjorn which which my kids um milo slept in all the time he would knock out. You just put this, it's like a backpack situation. You tuck him in, walk around a little bit, fall asleep, and then I would be able to like uncomfortably sit, of course, but I would be able to sit kind of at the edge to let the feet dangle and I would play games. You know what? Honestly, yeah, what uh, I probably am just going to have a baby cam and have the other bassinet back here behind me with like a very soft glow on her and the mm-hmm. other camera that I used to use pointed at her just to mm-hmm. show her laying there, whatever. And I can kind of keep an eye on her too. <laughs> cause I have swings. Cause I have you my should definitely have a swing. Baby swings are the best. Oh yeah. I literally don't think we could have survived without that baby swing. We actually even had a thing called a shusher. Have you ever heard of this? Mm-mm. It's like a please, sound machine. It, please almost. teach me your ways. Yes. Okay. So we found this. I had looked it up before. It's it's like a almost like a white noise machine, mm-hmm. kind of the same concept where it just like it has that noise, but it's called a shusher. It literally goes shh, shh, like a shush. Because that's what you do as a parent. It's like an automatic reaction. You're like trying to comfort the baby. You go, shh, it's okay, baby, shh. So it's that sound coming from this little machine. And we would put we would put Milo in there, strap him in, put the little like bird sounds or ocean or whatever, and then put the shusher on and he would knock out for hours. Yeah. It was the greatest and see, I, I got raised the old way, so when Baby Joker was coming up uh, and us living out in the country, <laughs> um, like when he was first started teething, um, we did the, the, the beam on the passy, <laughs> dunked the pacifier in Jim Bean to We did that for... It. We didn't do beam. We did... 
my oldest. No, I'm sorry. Or, it was Jack. Jack and I think Rome. We did, I think we did the same thing or something because we didn't have anything else. And she just was so inconsolable. We just rubbed a little bit on her gums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, we, the well, doctor does not recommend Orogel at all. Yeah. Because of the, the numbing aspect actually can cause them to stop breathing, which I think is so weird. Like, why is that out there if that's a thing that doctors don't even want you to do? Yeah, that's and that was one of the things that um, I learned growing up from listening to the older generation. It's like, yeah, all this newfangled yeah. shit is chemical, like, and it can actually harm that young of a child, but... A little bit of whiskey on uh, a pacifier that's plastic, so there's not even going to be enough content to actually get the child addicted, let mm-hmm. alone actually get them drunk. So it's not going to harm them, but the alcohol part of it, just enough of it, will help numb the uh, yeah, pain the that they've received. That was the biggest thing, the numbing. So don't put it in their bottles, but yeah. one little... Don't be giving your kid a shot in their, in their you know, daily... Not daily. You feed them more than once yeah. a day in their, in their bottle for the time being. Yes. Yeah. I will tell you all the tips and tricks that I've learned throughout, throughout everything. Yeah. Bottle warmers are your friend. Uh, if you can do a wipe warmer that's great because if it gets really cold in your house it won't upset the baby oh no i don't let it get uh cold in the house especially not necessarily if the cold baby mama suffers more than i let and i suffer willingly mm-hmm. before i let the kids suffer because i know the babies don't like to keep clothes on if they can if they, once they learn how to if take them can, off yeah so we have i tell her we have to keep the house hot or warm yeah. like above 74 if the baby was sick or is sick well i'm not saying necessarily cold but wipes are naturally just cold yeah so if you're trying to change a baby in the middle of the night that can upset them so having a wipe warmer is a wonderful thing because it keeps them warm and so it's less of a shock when you're trying to change the diaper and I have all sorts of things. The swaddles I got you guys, yeah. those are amazing. Those are the best thing in the world because you don't have to think about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew how to swaddle anyway as far mm-hmm. as wrapping. Yeah, but it just makes your life easier. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's less turning of the child. Yeah. Because those find... have Velcro on them, don't they? Mm-hmm. Velcro. Yeah, you literally put so. them in and just Strap Velcro. Them in. Snap, snap, snap. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, any onesies you can find that have the the gloves, long sleeve ones that have mm. the little thing that the you can mittens. turn, those are better because mittens don't stay on babies. Yeah, no. They, they don't. don't. They're the worst. Yeah. They can get them off, no problem. Socks are such a problem. Kids don't... I don't understand. You could literally, like, duct tape it on the kid and somehow one sock is missing all the time. Oh yeah. Or or tenant or shoes once they start wearing shoes. Oh my goodness. We're I dealing can tell with you the amount of right times, now. yeah. The amount of times a shoe is thrown in my car lately. Like it's a it's a ten minute drive tops from my house to where the daycare is, and almost 
always I have to re-put his shoes back on when I get there. I don't understand it. Less it's than, so frustrating. Less than five minutes from <laughs> the uh, daycare to our house, and mm. baby mama has the worst time with him. And I just recently had to uh, ask her uh, firmly to please stop letting the toddler have his tablet in the mornings because he takes it in the car and Mm -hmm. then she leaves it there because she forgets about it i mean that's honest i get it and when they come home it's still in the car not charged not charged and it's like no we can give it to him when he's home and it shuts him up now like he's getting he's Mm -hmm. watching kitty youtube on his tablet And it keeps him occupied, which we're both very grateful for. Um, But, yeah, it's like, fuck. It's like, I can't, it's like the 11-year-old. I can't even tell him not to play games because that's what I do when I come home for the most part. But Stop playing video games all the time. All right, I'm going into my room so I can play games. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I can't necessarily do that, but, like, when he has school, I'm trying to get him into the routine that... Nine o'clock, he has to shut it off because, or mm-hmm. actually, I'm I wanted to get him to eight thirty so he kind of mentally calmed down for thirty minutes before going to bed so he'd actually go to bed. Yeah, that's important. I have a hard time personally with that in general. I'll get off of here and and I'll go ahead and play games and then I'm like. I sit here and I want to play something else and then I go in my bed and then I'll just like open up another thing. I'm like, I I've got to mentally stop everything to be able to relax. Yeah. So I can understand that, especially at his age he needs to, to relax a little before going to bed and so they can get up and go to school. Yeah. And I've noticed, um, after, uh, getting into a, more consistent gaming routine it was a little easier not to get on like social media and stuff after a stream to go to bed but mm-hmm. even at, as soon as i hit in stream after we've raided somebody i'm sitting here at this desk for another 10 to 15 minutes checking and watching. balancing uh <laughs> watching interacting but i'm also um Checking to make sure that, like, the next night the VOD posted. Like, there's extra time that I'm involved in just this podcast that spans two or three days. Hence why I'm trying to, thanks to yours and Atari's recommendation the other day, is trying to find an alternative person to assist so it I'm not stuck doing it for roughly two to three days of editing and post-processing yeah. before it's posted to the interwebs and the uh, Red Circle host for distribution purposes. So, Yes. It's, it's hard out there. <laughs> yeah. And yep. um, again, for those that missed coming into the Twitch chat... Uh, Deaf girl, we did talk about your incident with your child when you screamed from a jump scare and terrified your child. Uh, we talked about that for sure, so you might want to check that out later on. Yes. We did a shout-out. Yeah. So. But, yeah, it's, it's like just for me as an adult, 
it's hard for my brain to shut down um, regardless most nights. I'll lay in bed for a good half an hour to an hour before I actually fall asleep unless I've done something physically strenuating during the day. That's if I'm lucky a half an hour. I can't get to sleep until like almost two o'clock most nights. It's really difficult lately because I'll be I'll be doing, you know, of course, through the day work. Then after work, I'm like either it's dance, t-ball, something that I've got to do personally or, you know, just hanging out at home watching TV and having dinner. And then I have to put the kids to bed. And then I stream, and so then after I'm done with the stream, like, all the day is kind of coming at me. Like, while stream is fun and I play games and that's fun, it's also, it's still a mental thing. So shutting that off, I have to kind of whew, take myself back. Sometimes I'll play another game or or I'll just sit here and just watch things or just sit here and sit at my desk. And yeah. then I have to, like, turn my brain off. And then that's just difficult. It's like everything starts coming. And I'm like, oh, and yeah. I'm like trying to go to sleep. And I'm like, oh, it's like one o'clock. And I still am not. I'm tired, but I'm not. I'm not like sleep tired. Yeah. You're just exhausted versus tired. Correct. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about something. and I, I literally had it and lost it. I, what was it? My. My alpha brain supplements for memory and focus have worn off from... Oh, so uh, another thing about being an adult slash parent gamer is like our routines. Even if we stream every day and we have a routine Mm -hmm. down, it is very trying. Even if you'd only do it three times a week or less. um, Because outside of this, which we only do once a week as far as the recording side of it... um, and then the post-processing takes me two days because typically the day after I don't stream. I My personal streams have gone down to about two or three days most mm-hmm. of the time because of now the podcast adding on to it. But, like, for instance, my, my day today started at 3 o'clock this morning. I woke up because of my work, my professional job, that I had to get up at 3 o'clock this morning. Granted, I went to bed at 9. I didn't stream yesterday. But okay. I went to bed at roughly about 9.30, 10 o'clock. Woke up at 3. Was at work. Because waking up, I have to have a gap of about two hours from the time I wake up to the time I have to be at work. It was about two and a half hours. Because it takes me a roughly about an hour to wake up. And then I get up, do my business in in the morning, and get dressed and head out. Of course, baby mama is still in the mindset, of course, of helping out with that and making my mornings easier by making me a lunch or a sandwich or something for the day, and which helps out. And I am very grateful for that. Um, Super grateful appreciate you yeah so she was up with me at actually she might have actually gotten up a little sooner than three o'clock to start the coffee because she'll bring me coffee in the morning while i'm still trying to just wake up in general to be able to sit up in bed and stroll all the social medias to kind of kick start my brain Mm -hmm. and 
I'll sit there in bed for probably once I sit up, I'll sit there for about 10, 15 minutes, depending on the day and how urgent it is that I get ready. And then I'll leave for work. And I was at work, um, literally standing at work at 5.30 this morning. I've been outside from 5.30 until roughly about 2 or 3 o'clock this afternoon, outside, mostly on my feet. Um, and then went into the office, office my, my indoors area, uh, for about 45 minutes before we left work came home and then kind of sat down, relaxed, ate dinner and chilled out. Me and baby mama watched the, a newer or new movie to us called home, which is absolutely hilarious. I recommend it because the main character, one of the main, are you talking about home? The little alien. Yes. I love that. Can, can we come to the out now? What is it? Yeah. Can, can I come? Yeah. Into the out now. Yeah. yeah. Can I come into the out now? Yeah. Uh, by the I way, the the alien's voice in that is the same character who plays Sheldon on. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Third Rock in uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, Big Bang Theory. I, why did I say Third Rock? What was I thinking about? Who was I I'm thinking sure. about? Anyway, yeah, no Big Bang Theory. Sheldon is mm-hmm. the voice of the little alien. So it's absolutely great. I recommend it. For oh, all yeah. adults to watch. It is awesome. Lots of kid movies are actually really good. Oh, yeah. Listen. Like, I was just, the I was last just couple talking about of... Encanto. Oh, or Encanto. Gr- yeah. That's, That's another actually great a movie. really great one. Um, another one that we've been watching recently, or I've been watching again, has been all the Monsters, Inc. movies. Oh, those are fantastic. That's <laughs> Yeah, so let's we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no. <laughs> uh another downfall to being a parent is you watch all the kids shows. I've caught baby mama watching uh Mickey Mouse Clubhouse more than enough times without the child uh-huh. present. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Come inside, it's fun inside. You can't use that. Cut that out. No, it's it's going to stay in. Yeah. No, I actually, a funny moment that is still, I think about, my mom is probably here and will probably say something about it in just a moment, is when we were, when we were potty training my oldest, and you know, kids don't wipe the best with number two. Oh, trust me, so, we're learning that. Yeah. So I would always say, you know, call for somebody to help. And and at one point, my mom was helping my daughter, and she needed help wiping. And she said, come inside. It's fun inside. And I was like, no, I don't want to go in there now. It's just funny because she definitely took a lot of that. It was a it was a long span where we watched Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. But I will definitely, I'll watch like Octonauts. I love Octonauts. I was talking about that today. That's a good show. You know what show I'm absolutely glad has not uh, transitioned into the our baby's generation right now? What? Fucking Teletubbies. Oh my god, please no. That is a, actually one of the most terrifying things thinking about it is like, those are weird. No, what we watched growing up was fucking weird. 
Mm-hmm. Have you have you watched our old kid shows? I've watched Cat Dog pretty recently. Um, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um, Cow and Chicken is so weird. Rocco's oh, Modern gosh. Life. Yeah, that's Ren awful. and Stimpy. Those are all really bad, and I just remember. Holy shit! Even the so Rugrats. Have you seen the oh, rug yeah. old episodes of the Rugrats? Well, I talked to my sister about this once, and it's like your your viewpoint of everything changes. So as a kid, you're like, oh, they're just trying to get out and have fun, and Angelica's you know brat. She's not nice to her you know the younger kids but then i was talking to my sister and like as an adult you watch it and you're like angelica's just trying to be a good kid she's yeah. just trying to be she's, she's just trying, trying to, to be good she's trying and, to be responsible and good and we and made her kids, out to yeah. be such a bad person and then you're like and then you also as a parent you're like where are these parents that their kids are just getting out and like running all around town these like babies are just running around town what are you guys doing you psychos that are not watching your children oh that and then uh what was it like and then you're like yep my baby does that taking their diaper off in the middle of the playpen with everybody else around it's like yeah your perspective as you grow up changes on different shows you might have enjoyed them at one point and then you go oh Wait a second. Oh, like, um, let's see. All Real Monsters was very uh, accepting of different viewpoints. I love that. But the one show that I love so much is so fucking racist in modern context. I mean, there's a lot of things like that because there's... No, think about it. I'll say the name and then think about the show. Okay. Doug. I haven't seen it in so long. Doug, Skeeter, like they are like racially profiling these characters. Granted, they're not making yeah. them black and white, but wow. <laughs> wow. I'd have to watch it again. But it still had a great context, too. Yeah. It's been so long since I've seen all these shows. H. Blue's Clues is still good, though. Oh, yeah. Blue's Clues. Oh. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Doug was definitely so real. It was like real life, and it didn't give you that imagination side as often. Now, of yeah. course, you did with his little super char- or superhero yeah, character. Yeah, those little side stories. Yeah. <laughs> I have to watch some of these. It's been so long. Like I also, sometimes you don't want to go back and watch things over because like you've got this idea in your head of how it was and how great it was. And then you go back and you're like, wow, this was actually pretty bad. This is awful. Well, like, and that's the same with like food or like a drink. Like I used to always say, like, oh my God, Lady and Son sweet tea. It was like the best thing ever. It was so great. And then I went back like a few years later and I was like, this really isn't that good. And for anybody that doesn't know what Lady and Sons is, that's actually Paula Dean's restaurant out in Savannah. Now talking about it, I drink that we consumed as kids that to me honestly still taste as good if not better now um than it did when i was a kid is surge (laughs) oh yeah they i don't think i've had it in my adult life i know that 
we've seen it before and I got Andrew one one time. So I can't. <laughs> oh, so good. I, th- I thought you were going to say something like Tang. No, fuck that. <laughs> um, yeah, but trying to trying to uh teach our kids things that we grew up on is mm-hmm. Definitely one of the fun parts because I came into a ready-made family. Um, yeah. Now the eleven-year-old. Well, the eleven-year-old was my godson. He he has yes. been my godson since his birth. He was actually my first godchild uh, mm-hmm. in my life, and um, of course I knew baby mama since she was fourteen. Uh, through when did you meet? How old were you? I was. 18, 19. Okay. Because I had just graduated high school and I was going back to the ROTC program to help 14, out. Um, but I was going back to help out with the program because I had friends from previous classes, like the last two classes that I dealt with as a senior that mm-hmm. were now leadership. And I was going back helping out. Um, and she was a freshman in ROTC. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fun fact, when I first met her, um, scared the shit out of her when she first laid eyes on me because they were doing what's what? called a knockout drill. Oh, no. No, you jump back. You Yeah, she jumped back. Uh, but she turned around um, listening to the commands of the 11-year-old's biological father, and I was standing less than a foot behind her. Oh, no. <laughs> So you were like appeared. Yeah, I. She was facing away from me, and as soon as she turned around, I'm right here in her face. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was great. <laughs> so first husband was there. Looks like you introduced to the first husband. Yeah, he was. He was my one of my best friends growing up when we were kids. Uh, his mother and my mother were uh, church friends so church friends yeah yeah i mean that's the best way i can say it i mean they were they were friends period Mm -hmm. so and so then that's when you met and then first godson through because you've kept in you kept in contact throughout Mm -hmm. the years i've well her first husband was uh active duty so they moved around a lot once uh after his first deployment, like they spent a lot of time in Germany, uh, mm-hmm. cause she got married to him young, like young, uh, pre 18. Okay. And, um, but when, and then when they came back to the States, they were in Kansas and mostly, uh, central United States for the most part. And it wasn't until after they divorced that I saw her again. In person she actually turned me down in vegas oh so i just got back from a deployment and she turned me down in vegas you're like hey baby and she's like no 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 she she actually she came and met me and said i'm sorry i can't and disappeared again for another she's playing hard to get Third, wait, let's hold on. Let me let me do the math here. From twelve for another six years, she disappeared. Oh, 
Oh, disappeared for six years. That's that's really playing hard to get. Yeah. And then popped up six years later, like, "Hey, what's up? What you doing?" Yeah, can you can you come help me with some things? Yeah, I need a little help from you. And and is that when you moved in? No, no, no. Um, okay. Actually, no. She she reconnected after uh, Baby Joker's biological father stepped out, and mm. we kind of just hung out a few times the first meal she made for me was uh absolutely burnt but for some reason i went back and i had a second meal that was better and... <laughs> i mean she started off like at the bottom just so that like the next meal you're like oh my god this is great there were no <laughs> there were literally no uh expectations at all yeah. she was That's the way to do it she was pregnant <laughs> And bland ass steak, like it was drier than freaking Sahara Desert. Brisket was oh banging, but God. that's why I cook the steaks now. <laughs> so you know, you live and you learn. But I so think then you reconnected at that point. Yes, and I started coming over to help out because the house was falling apart. Um, because mm -hmm. ex ex husband number two definitely didn't take care of it. Um, so I started coming over on the weekends when I didn't work, um, to help out, fix things up here and there, clean up the yard, mow the grass, that's kind of stuff. And over time, it just became easier for me to stay there on the weekends versus mm -hmm. traveling 35 minutes from my house that I was at to her house. So I was just stay leaving work from the road and coming and staying with her on the weekends and helping out. And then it just kind of just me ended up moving in. Yeah. At what point did it like switch from like, I'm just helping you out to like, you know what? You kind of cute. I kind of like you. Oh no, it's always been kind of cute. Kind of like you thing. Um, okay. Ever since she became of age and her in the first. <laughs> Once she was legal. Yeah. Then it just, uh, it switched. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a a little switch in the brain that went. You know what? You yeah. know what? Not too bad. But um, originally, uh, when I first moved in, it was me trying to help retrain her brain that because she jumped from pretty much relationship to relationship. Sorry, babe. I'm I'm throwing out your business here, and it was. I don't want to be that next one. I don't want to be the one she jumps to because I'm available at the time. So I wanted her to experience life. And yeah, that how'd that go for you? For a while, it actually worked. <laughs> um, she actually listened uh, to my recommendations and she did what I asked her to do because she wanted to be in a relationship with me so bad. Um, at that point, finally, after 14 fucking years, no. Um, but anyway, uh, no, she. Yes, um... it's just a few years. <laughs> yeah. After a while, of course, it was pretty much after the baby was born, and I was, I was like, stuck. You know what? And willingly stuck. I like stuck. this. I was willingly stuck. Um, baby is what really stole my heart. I mean, I still had feelings for. Her. I still cared about her and the 11 year old <laughs> but, but you're like the baby stole my heart i love you still 
but like the baby. <laughs> oh, and there's if you have access to my Facebook, there is a video that was recently reposted of the first time he giggled at me. Mm-hmm. I watched that. And I actually uh, kind of teared up with happiness when it was reposted too. Yeah, because it's like a it's like a moment. Whenever you see like old things, you're like, oh, I remember that. And then it's like that that feeling comes back every time I watch a video. I'm like, it puts me, it like takes me and transports me in time to that moment and just how I felt. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Yeah. So. Every- it was Everything. it was that moment that I became stuck and realized willing that, willingly yes, stuck willingly Let's, stuck. willingly stuck and now I definitely got myself stuck for another eighteen years on top of no. <laughs> adding to when the toddler becomes eighteen because I adopted him back in February of twenty twenty mm-hmm. But yeah, January 2021, the adoption was finalized. Mm -hmm. So, yes. That was probably exciting. We're about to the closing time, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just was asking, grilling you about all the things about your life. Yes. I I don't think I've heard your backstory as far as like your relationship. So, willingly stuck is, that's the key word. Willingly stuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And happy tears. Willingly stuck mm-hmm. in happy tears are yeah. the mottos of this particular episode. <laughs> yeah, when I met Andrew, he had just gotten out of a relationship. Well, not met him. When I started dating him, he had just gotten out of a relationship for like three, maybe, oh, I feel like it's longer. I don't know. A long time, it felt like. And uh, he's like, I don't want a girlfriend. <laughs> Fooled him. It didn't take long before he was like, oh, okay, I guess we'll stick around. And that was 12, almost 12 years ago. In July is when he decided he wanted to have a girlfriend after telling me he didn't want one. Mm. <laughs> so it only took 12 years for y'all, huh? To What? What do you mean, 12 years for what? To be the girlfriend. Oh, no, no, no. I'm more than the girlfriend now. I'm the well, wife. Well, now, yes, I'm saying, but yeah. the time y'all met to the time it became official. Facebook oh, official. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm telling you, like, we started hanging out in June and in July. It was like a month and a half to two oh, months fuck. before. Yeah, he changed his mind real fucking quick. Damn, girl, that pussy on fire. <laughs> That's not what That's what happened. Don't uh, eat. I don't know about that. Andrew, don't let her lie. <laughs> no, it didn't. I mean, feed, it was either that or you're feeding him good. Or that head game is outrageous. He didn't like, he didn't like a whoa, whoa. <laughs> he didn't like a lot of food when we first started dating. I made grilled cheese. I mean, maybe he liked the grilled cheese. He still to this day wants me to make the grilled cheese because he can't. He just can't get it right. <laughs> it's just it's grilled cheese it's like one of the easiest things to make two slices of cheese butter on the outside of the toast toast it and then put the cheese on the toast and close it up and flip it a few times Mm, a few times you ruin it when you flip it too many times no you gotta put the butter on the outside 
one thing of cheese and a thing of ham, and you only that's flip not a it cheese. once. That's a grill. That's a ham and it's cheese. A, yeah, but it's it's what he wants, and that's I make it just grilled cheese most of the time. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was one of the only things I can get him to eat because at the time he didn't like ground beef. He's such a weirdo. Mm. And so it was like he liked chicken. But I'm like, I'm not making chicken. I'm like a college student. I'll make you a grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't think I put the ham in it when I first started making the grilled cheese. It was like grilled cheese are like, I'll, I have a packet of ramen. <laughs> hey. A connoisseur of food knows how to cook ramen and make it good. I, I like, I like a good ramen. We went to a ramen place pretty recently and I really enjoyed it. I get, I made it really spicy too. I've liked spicier food since meeting Andrew. Good. Now we just got to get you up to par on those last dabs. <laughs> the last dabs, I don't think I'll ever be up to par on those. Those are really difficult. Yeah, we need to get you better on I'm that. better at them. Well, I'm no, better. I'm saying we need to get say... you some spicier sauces. What do you mean spicier sauces? That's pretty fucking spicy for me. I'd still cry and like have a hard time talking for like 10 minutes. I'm like, I'm so sorry. There's just a lot of saliva in my mouth. I can't fucking breathe. <laughs> All then right. you guys try to do the, the marshmallow and the hot oh, sauce. Oh, just... yes. The chubby bunny and the hot last dab at the same time. The last I'm almost chubby choked. bunny. I probably <gasps> almost died. <laughs> this is bad. This is fucking awful. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and say that this will be the closing of our mm -hmm. lovely podcast. If you want to check us out, um, we are on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Red Circle primarily because they are our RSS host for the podcast audio files. And then, of course, now we have Stitcher as a an available option and Google Podcast. Uh, you can find us at any of those platforms at Madhouse Presents Group Therapy. Uh, there are currently six posted episodes, but five structured-ish episodes. Uh, the first one, or the Ish. pilot, was definitely us just working out the kinks and talking about everything and how we came up with the name as well. So that is in there if you ever want, are curious how we actually came up with the name of the podcast and podcast channels. Uh, and I don't even remember what I didn't want it to be. What was the one I didn't want it to be? Fuck, I don't know. I have to go back and listen myself now. Oh my goodness. It was all, I was like, no, no. <laughs> That's it, all I remember. It was outrageous what it happened so, that night. It was so, so dumb. I was like, no, this cannot be the name of our podcast. I refuse. So, Owls, where can they find you as far as socials that you are willing to share and your I'm personal channel? So you can find me, of course, streaming on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash owls are a hoot 92 owls are a hoot 92 is across all the platforms i have instagram and tiktok that i try to update pretty regularly and that's really i think it for me i don't have anything else 
Yeah, we're trying to get her a Twitter, y'all, but she still is not jumping on that bandwagon just yet. So help me annoy the shit out of her to get her on Twitter. Um, I have kids. You can annoy me all day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But you can also find me at twitch.tv backslash NLMP. Uh, Also on TikTok as... what. What is my TikTok? On Twitter, you can find me at NLMP underscore Joker. And of course, the Madhouse or the Madhouse Twitter channel is MHP Group Therapy. Um, We have just recently changed it. So if you listen to the oh official NLMP on TikTok, thank you. It's official underscore NLMP on TikTok. On the talk. On the talk. Where I have posted posted some gaming more recently and uh, not so much previously. (laughs) Um, On Instagram, my gaming channel, you can find me at um, NLMP Gaming. And again, we have the the Twitter's channels for both myself at NLMP underscore Joker and MHP Group Therapy for the podcast Twitter channel. Any resources we use in the show will be added to our show notes. I don't believe we had anything this week, though, for that. No, no resources. No, not Let's, really. We'll just we'll do the show notes and put our, just our links to our channels. <laughs> uh, thank you to our sponsor, Warrior Axe Coffee, a local veteran-owned and operated coffee company that donates a portion of every sale to the Gary Sinise. I can't say that. Gary Sinise. Sinise. Sinise Foundation to benefit veterans, first responders, military, and St. Baldrick's to combat childhood cancer. An order can be placed through their website, warrioraxcoffee.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, also, by the way, you there may have been an order in the mail for you. If there hasn't, then I have it on me. But they gave us a dark roast as the uh, sponsor payment for this month uh, coming up. So I may have to send it to you. I'll have to reach out to Bobby Allman, who runs Warrior X Coffee, and uh, make sure that that wasn't the case, that he sent it to me instead of uh, just mailing it directly to you. Okay. I like dark roast. I'm good with any coffee, honestly. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee.